Welcome to Burnt Out to Biz Boss, the podcast that teaches you how to go from burnt out employee to fired up entrepreneur in less time and with less stress and hustle. And now here's your host, business mentor, burnout expert, and professional life coach, Stacy Mitchell. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Burned Out to Biz Boss podcast. I am super excited to have a new guest with us this week, Lavonzel Nicholson. She is a business strategist and she just has the most amazing story that I want you all to hear. I'm going to let her introduce herself, as you know I love to do. So go ahead, Lavonzel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Um, I know we talk offline, but it's good to just to do this with you. So a little bit about myself. Um, I have a varied career. Um, I have worked in the nonprofit sector. I've been an entrepreneur. I've worked in higher ed. And currently I'm a business strategist helping small businesses um, and leaders create strategies to effectively grow and manage their businesses. So I do leadership coaching, I do customized strategy sessions, um, and then I just want to support people in their talent uh, process and hiring people and all that good stuff. I live in New Orleans, which always excites people, right? Um, there is yeah. no Mardi Gras. <laughs> there is no Mardi Gras this year, so we're sort of mourning that. Um, but um, I also have two boys um, that I love and adore. I am a yoga teacher, um, and I also um, love, love, love. Um, reading and just hanging out as much as I can in the pandemic in my backyard with friends and family. I love that. Yeah, it's important to get outside and actually try to socialize safely, right? (laughs) It it really is. It really is. Um, There's only so much connection you can do with Zoom. And so we have great weather all year round. So we can hang out outside. Um, You know, it's probably 70 degrees today in the middle of February. But yeah. It's a nice. It's nicer there than it is in North Carolina. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. And actually, I'm just like I always forget, which is kind of embarrassing because I know you. You know, I'm like I forget that you're a yoga teacher, so that's super exciting too. Yes, yes, super exciting. You are a Jane of all trades, as they like to say. I am. I am. Well, I want to know. So you're here because of the burnout thing, right? Um, and I know it was something that happened to you in your life. And I'm really, really curious, like, when did it happen? What did it look like for you? Yeah, so my burnout story is really around, I would say, um, trying to meet others' expectations, but then the reality of entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I started um, a business in 2009 that I ran um, for nine, nine years, nine and a half years. Um, but I won... The way that I started it was I won a business plan competition. So I had no like real thought around starting a business or becoming, you know, air quotes, an entrepreneur. But there was this competition. I was like, oh, this sounds like a fun idea. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. my business partner and I at the time decided to apply. We went through several rounds of this competition. So think American Idol. At the end, there was this audience of people, this panel of judges. They voted on us, and bam, all of a sudden, I was thrust into entrepreneurship. Wow. That all sounds amazing until you think about the first 90 days. Maybe maybe we got to four months. My business partner and I split um, because we just had differences in terms of how we were thinking about the business. 
And the fact that, um, I guess what I didn't say is that I'm a very private person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an introvert. I'm very quiet. Um, and I was thrust into this very public um, sort of experience and also into a very public business. Um, and so luckily, we were referencing Jack, you know, Jane of all trades, uh, had a bunch of skill sets that are brought to it, worked the business, grew the business, um, grew up to so I was in sports and recreation, um, mm-hmm. which people should know. And so we did different classes and corporate team building events and we worked with the city, um, got up to 4,000 registrations a year, running like 30 events, you know, each quarter. And the thing about running events and doing all this thing, one, it was very public, like extroverted to the nth degree. Um, and I always describe it as being the hostess at a party. Um, you never have any fun, right? (laughs) Like you're the one always creating experiences for people. um, And oftentimes it's exhausting. And then I had grown it to a point where I just didn't know what else to do, right? So I was, I was making money, you know, check that. Um, I won a lot of community awards and recognition, check, you know, all the things you're supposed to do, but I really didn't like it anymore. Um, Mm. I didn't like it. I didn't love it. And I, didn't know what to do. So I think that sort of started the whole, and that was around, I'd say end of year six, beginning of year seven, um, the burnout thing. Um, and when yeah. I started this business, there were no kids and no husband. <laughs> By the time we got to that point, there were two kids and a husband, right? And so my life had changed a bunch. And it was this whole um, story in my head of like, do I stop doing this? Like, I don't like it, but everybody was like, oh, it's so successful. You're doing so well. Why wouldn't you keep doing it? And mm. I was like, like, well, why shouldn't I keep doing it? Um, and I think, you know, one of the lessons that on the other side of this, right, <clears throat> we can live up to other people's expectations or live up to other people's story, but we have to know what's true for us, right? Like what is true and what what's true for us even in different seasons in our life. And so... I, you know, pitter-pattered along, you know, probably I would say about year eight, I was like, all right, this some, something's got to give. And I was ready to just burn it all down. Um, but then I was like, okay, I, I have an asset and I can sell it. And so learning the process of selling a business was a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, yeah. But getting the business, business valued, figuring out like how I could sell it. Um, went through a process of having a first offer that just didn't feel right. Um, like my gut told me it wasn't the right thing to do. And then eventually selling it. Um, and I sold it. I, I believe in signs from God in the universe. I literally mm-hmm. sold it, signed the dotted line, um, nine years to the date that I incorporated it. Wow. And so I felt like it was divine that it was, it was, it was my sign that like it was, it was time to let it go and it was okay. Um, Because it was my baby, right? I grew it. It was the thing that I had, you know, tied my identity to for so long. Yeah. And you grew it from scratch in this really kind of crazy public story, which had to have (laughs) felt super weird. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. That is so interesting. I have never heard the story, by the way, for all the people listening. I'm like, what? No idea. You basically went through like America's Got Talent for a business plan. (laughs) 
I don't recommend. I don't recommend it to uh, quiet introverts. Um, but but it was fun. I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, you you went into this business that ended up being so much more of a public role than you thought. Which you know you got the accolades and you got all the all the right things, but it just didn't feel good anymore, which is really hard. It really is. It really is. Um, you know. And again, I I remember sitting down with my mentor. And just sort of going through, like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And I, I, I remember her face, she was like, why? Like, and, you know, this is a woman that I respect, you know, who has done amazing things in business. And it sort of hit me like, I don't know why, you know, like, like I need to have a, a solid reason. But the reason enough was I, I no longer enjoyed it, right? It was okay yeah. that it was, I could move on. So, um, but all of that caused me to have, burnout right and I think you know I've heard you talk about it before in terms of how burnout shows up um mm-hmm. I was so sad right um yeah I just remember just feeling like I was drudging through all of it um and I had an amazing team um and I like I kept wondering like what do I have to complain about I was tired all the time and so mm-hmm. it was just this level of exhaustion that you just really can't explain, right? And people are like, well, what are you tired for? I don't know. I'm just tired. I'm tired all the time. Um, and I, that's what I would say all the time. I'm just so tired. Um, and I also think it just, you know, the thing we don't talk about, or maybe we talk about it, it's like, it damaged my confidence, right? Because I was like, I've, I have had a track record, right? And I've done all these things. And I was like, why am not, why am I not feeling the same way other people feel about their business? And so, there was a little shakeup in my confidence, um, but physically it took its toll on me so much so that I took a, a year off after I sold it to like just reclaim my whole life and sort of what I want to do next. Yeah, which is amazing. And I think is a huge, in many ways, leap of faith, right? Like you, you, you just decided like, this is not for me anymore. I'm just going to figure out what's next. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, it is a leap of faith um, and a little bit of planning. Um, so. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you had some money, we hope. Yes, <laughs> from selling that business. Yes, um, I would say I mean, like, like, yeah, you you definitely want to be able to pay your bills and eat. Like that's an important thing to be able to do. <laughs> yes, that will that will reduce the stress level um, it, all the time. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. Well, this is, I think so many people will, will feel connected to this in the sense of feeling sad and feeling the drudgery and the tiredness. And I think especially hearing this idea of there wasn't necessarily any like huge thing that was wrong, right? I think we get into this idea that like we need to be in a toxic culture or we, yeah. it needs to be like this terrible situation for us to burn out, but that's not necessarily always the case. It, it's not. And I mean, I think that if anything, you know, the I like, you know, what I've learned is I like creating, I like supporting, um, I like, you know, fresh ideas, doing new things. Um, and there was a space where I could have done it, where I said, okay, I'm going to just get somebody to run the day to day of the business and I'll go start a new venture. But that didn't feel right. Uh, and again, I, we, there will be moments in all of our lives, right, where we have different priorities or our lives change um, and we have different goals and embracing those and making those shifts and changes without apology, I think is important. Um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it wasn't anything that was like overtly wrong. It was wrong for me at the place that I was in my life. Yeah. Um, and it had, it had served its purpose, right? It taught me in entrepreneurship, you know, this, I, mm-hmm. I say, if you want to jump into that pool, jump, even if you fail, you will learn so much about yourself. You will learn so much about like, just, you just learn so much about yourself. And so, yeah, I don't yeah. regret it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, and now you're able to do something where you can use all of those skills that you basically created through that entire process, which is amazing. Yeah. Because one of the things that, you know, I think a lot of folks um, get burned out with is like not having the right kind of support. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, for your listeners that will see me, I am a black woman. I'm a first generation, everything, first generation college student, first generation to start a business. So the, 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 inherent support network of like entrepreneurship just wasn't there for me right and to say like these are the things that are going to happen or these are ways that you can work smarter or these are like ways you can strategically grow and so my focus is really you know around female entrepreneurs women of color um, folks who are working in health and wellness because I believe in it but helping Mm -hmm. support them in their sort of entrepreneurial journey and leadership right Um, because sometimes we don't we don't know the things that we don't know and we oftentimes, yeah. you know, there's this, this world and space of like, help, help, help. But like, it's wonderful to have somebody who's been through it and then can also support you in going through that same process and going through that journey. So that's what I... Absolutely. Yeah. And looking ahead and and having someone who actually knows what's coming versus <laughs> yes. like kind of going blind and being like, I don't, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think is really important, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I've and I had, you know, like I said, I had one mentor who definitely helped me um along the way. But you know, in terms of you know business coaching and like understanding it, you know, it's a nuance sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. So I'm curious, like you you took this year off, and I think I'm asking this because I think so many listeners will be curious. When did you start to feel better, like from the tiredness? So that's a good question. It was not after the year. Um, it probably took me a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah. Because um, physically I had, you know, we talk about like adrenals and damaging your body and cortisol, the stress that I had like endured, my body needed to heal from that. Um, and so yoga <laughs> was my savior. Um, and then yoga nidra, if people heard of it, it also is a way mm-hmm. like, a constant practice to reset your system and to help you relax and help you rest um, to get like real rest and like restorative yoga mm-hmm. where I go to for quite some time. So it took a little while for me to get back to fully feeling like myself again. Um, yeah. And I will say, you know, one of the things we talk about, like um, being aware of how, you know, the changes in just how you're feeling. I was telling somebody recently, um, I saw there's a picture, um, a New Year's Eve picture when the world was actually open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at, I was looking at the picture and I was like, that's the, that was the first time after like all of this, you know, life changes and selling the business that I looked at myself and I saw joy, right? I saw like light. Mm-hmm. And so I don't ever want to lose that again. Um, knowing that like, you know, just succumbing to all that stuff 
to be really intentional about setting boundaries, maintaining my health, um, and saying yes to things that align with where I'm trying to go. Yeah. I think especially when it's so easy to accidentally say yes to things that don't, right? It is. It's so important. Yeah. Especially when people say, oh, you're good at that, but I don't really want to do it, right? I mean, that, that, I don't know if it's good girl or just succumbing to, there are things that you're good at that you might not enjoy doing Um, and being able to say, you know, I appreciate that, but I'm not, I won't be able to help, but maybe I can find somebody else to help you. That's so good. And I think that's true for personal things, for professional things. If you're an entrepreneur, I mean, I've had it come up with me where it's like, could you help me do this? And I'm like, technically, yes, I could, but I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's so important to know those things. Very important. Very important. If if we want to do, we don't want to be on the burnout journey. It is very important to set those boundaries um, and to be okay with setting them. Yeah. Yeah. And to know why and all the things around it, it is, it's truly just, I think it's life-changing just to be able to do that one thing really well. Yep. So I'm really curious because I think people also ask this question, like what fears came up for you when you were making the decision to sell? So money, right? Mm, um, yeah. Uh, so what? how do I make money now? <laughs> like, yeah, because, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, you know, you don't, you're not an entrepreneurship just to like have fun. You actually pay your bills, pay your mortgage, do all those <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the fear of judgment. So what are people going to say? Um, and I, 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 to be fully transparent, I didn't tell a lot of people that I was like selling and then people would see me and they're like, well, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, you know, I sold it, you know, six months ago. They're like, really? Um, so judgment, and then the fear of having to be absolutely sure about the next step. Mm. You don't, you know, if you're going from you know entrepreneurship to another business or job to the next thing or burnout to just clarity, you don't have to be 100% sure about the next step because none of us can be. You have to try a few things test a few things, maybe fail at something, or maybe you land on the perfect next thing, but there's Mm -hmm. no magic ball that tells you like, this is the perfect next step for you. Or at least I didn't find one. No, I actually think that's a really, really important point to make because I think we have this idea in our head that like there's this perfect fit career business whatever it may be (laughs) it's like one thing it's like as you said the magic ball the answer and it's going to solve all of our problems and it doesn't exist it It does not at all it does not at all and so um you know the, the thing that we do like you know I had a bunch of conversations with friends and with colleagues and I kept getting, you should do this and you should do this. And I was like, that's not what I want to do. Like, um, so it really, and even in starting my consulting and coaching, right. Practice, Mm -hmm. I needed to be clear on how I wanted to serve people and what I wanted to do. And I, I knew there was not a, a, not a cookie cutter approach to how I wanted to do work. And so creating that in a way that's authentic to me has been most important and not watching other people's lanes, not watching what other folks are doing, 
like staying in my lane, staying in my zone of genius. That is, yeah, it's so crucial because I think, especially when you're, you know, starting a new business and you're sort of trying to figure things out and it's always hard in the beginning. And anybody that tells you different is lying to you. They are. <laughs> and you're just trying to get your footing. And it's so easy to look at what everybody else is doing or to see yeah. people's success and think that that's like the whole I'm story. A, yes. <laughs> it never is. Yeah. It never is. It never is. And yeah, you just have to know that, you know, your journey is your own. Like our stories are still being written until they, you know, until it's over. And so your journey yeah. is really, is really your own. And, you know, you just sort of roll with it. <laughs> yeah, roll you do. <laughs> you just keep going. I think that's yep. the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really wondering, like, what do you wish you had known before you went on this whole burnout journey? So... I wish I had known the people pleasing in me mm. because you, if you'd have said I was a people pleaser, I'd be like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> Not at all. Um, mm. I wish I would have known to take, um, what I said earlier, take a really good stock of what I wanted. And again, it's not going to be like, I want X, Y, Z, but like the general themes of what you really want. You don't want to say, you don't want to build something, you know, lean your ladder against the wrong wall only to climb up and realize like, okay, this is not even the wall that I want to be on. Mm -hmm. So if you think about what you really want and what's really important and where you are in your life and in your journey, I wish I, I wish I had known that. And I also wish I would have known that like stuff is not such a big deal. Like, (laughs) Like, yeah, we make things a big deal in our lives and think that like people are watching or care more about what's going on. Um, but I got nothing but, oh, congratulations or cool. What are you going to do next? Where I thought I was going to get like resistance and pushback. And so sometimes I think we, you know, we imagine in our head or we have these fears about um, external judgment when it really is our own stuff. Yeah. And the final thing I'll say about burnout, um, the toll it takes on your body, it's not worth it, right? This is the only body you have. And so managing your stress, um, managing your health and and wellness is important, right? So we hear folks talk about self-care, whatever self-care means to you, do it, do it often. Boundaries, set them, maintain them. Do not let them become blurry lines. Yeah, those those are the things I wish I would have known. Yeah. And what would you say to someone out there? Because I am sure that this person exists that's listening, that is successful in their business, worried about changing it because they're not really happy. Like, what would you tell them? I would say if you are unhappy and want to make a change, first thing is acknowledging it and creating a support around you for that change. That support can be your friends, that support can be a coach, that support can be your partner, but really having someone in your corner that's championing and affirming that, you know, it's okay to make change and supporting you in that process. And then I think it's important to um, acknowledge the loss and the change, right? So if you're 
you know, you don't want to be in business anymore. You want to start a new business. You are giving up something and you're, you know, losing a part of your identity. So acknowledging that um, in a healthy way. And then I think making a plan that works for you. So when I sold my business, um, I tell people I got a lot of retirement money and I got money to take a year off. I knew I needed to take time off. And so that was a part of my plan. And part of my plan was doing the things that I enjoyed, which was traveling with my children, um, spending extended time with my family, um, doing a whole lot of yoga and a whole lot of, and I volunteered a bunch, right? The things that were of value to me and that restored, that restored me because those are things that I personally valued. So creating a plan, a transition plan that talk, that really looks at your finances, like what do you need rest wise or transition time wise? Um, and then like thinking about what you want to do next. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to make a step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you have to take several steps to figure it out. Several steps. You and I know each other. We know how many steps, several steps, right? It does. It takes some time. <laughs> we know each other well. You, yes. you well, like we, we watched each other grow and change our minds quite a few times. times. <laughs> and it's all normal and part of the process, which I it's think is super important. all normal part of the process. Yep. Yeah normalizing it then I'm really glad that you spoke about it's almost it's almost like grief like you allow yourself to grieve yeah. the loss of something that you thought was you know your thing I think yeah. it's important to allow yourself to sort of to grieve if you need to leave your business or sell it or whatever that looks like change it mm -hmm. um allowing yourself to do that I think is so important yeah that's it, really yeah. really good and the support piece is huge it is huge but, as you said, like you, you had this idea in your head that everyone would be resistant, right? And sometimes yep. we just need, we just need a couple of people to tell us like, uh, it's fine. No one cares. Yes. <laughs> yes. As you said before, it's not such a big deal, but we all it's make, not. we all make it a big deal for ourselves. Yeah. It's really hard not to. It really is. And I think, you know, the resilience factor, right? Um, if you have started a business and you have a you have a, a certain set of skills that are in resiliency, right? To do this is not easy. And so you just take that to the next thing, right? And don't yeah. undervalue that because, you know, you, again, you learn a lot in this process. You really do. And there's so much you can do with all of the skills that you learn, whether it's like doing a new business, which I have to say, I do think that if you've had one successful business, it's probably going to help you. <laughs> you know, you, you know what you're coming into <laughs> versus starting from total scratch. And yeah. And even if you decide not to have a business anymore, like all the skill sets you learn can be amazing in, you know, employment. People want people who are entrepreneurial as employees. So exactly. It's all exactly. good. It yeah. is all good. It is all good. I love that. Well, I, I kind of just want to keep talking to you for the rest of the afternoon, but <laughs> but I'll make myself wrap up. Um, I want to know, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? I would tell my 20-year-old self to have a lot more fun. Mm. Try 
um, as many different careers, jobs as you think you want to. And don't stress so much. It's all going to work itself out. Yes. Don't I wish I just wish I could time travel back and be like, oh, Why are yes. you so serious right now? <laughs> Have some I don't know about fun. you. I was so serious. <laughs> I was, oh, I was so serious. I was the, you know, GPA, um, sorority president job, oh, own apartment yeah. having. Yeah, I was that girl. Same. I mean, I did. Yeah different but same in the sense of like all the responsibilities and it's like I could have had fun yeah. <laughs> oh well I'm having fun now I guess it's in a different I way I am too I am too I'm making up for it I'm making up for it but yes if only we could time travel back oh well yeah. <laughs> well I just want to thank you so much for your time this has been such a fun interview and I want everyone to know where they can find you because I'm sure people are like, she knows what she's talking about when it comes to business. <laughs> so where can they find you online? So my website is www.eihconsulting.com. You can also find me on Instagram at eih underscore consulting. And I am supporting entrepreneurs and leaders um, again, really around growth strategies and how to effectively manage their business. You know, for those who feel overwhelmed or feel like they sort of feel stagnant, um, I do leadership and management coaching, but then also customize strategy sessions. So where we look at different parts of your business, the finances, the operations, um, and really create a plan to help you grow um, in a smart, strategic, and thoughtful way so that you won't burn out. <laughs> you won't hate your business. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really, really important. And I think it's probably one of the most overlooked things is that like growing a business can unfortunately really easily burn you out if you're not careful. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I think it's just super important work. So I'm so glad that you're on and I'm so glad that you help people in that way. And just thanks again. We're so glad to have you on the podcast. I have enjoyed it. And thank you so much for having me. If you love this podcast and want more, you have to check out Stacy's Burnt Out to Biz Boss Facebook community, where she shares more tips, training, and free coaching opportunities. Learn more over at stacymitchell.com forward slash group. And don't forget to review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We'll catch you in the next episode.